0: Welcome to Sabbath Praise, a San Antonio Baptist Association prayer effort where leaders and ministers unite to intercede on behalf of our families, communities, churches, and nation. Please join us for this prayer time as we draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Welcome to Sabbath Praise. This is our first live stream podcast this year. We wanted to continue what we started last year and move into 2021. This is not a a result of what's happening nationally, but this is a result of something that we started back in 2020. In March of 2020, we published a, a video on the topic of collective prayer. We talked about the importance of praying, not only individually, but especially as churches. It is vitally important that we as believers gather together in groups and churches and be led by our pastors and spiritual leaders to pray corporately together for and with each other. Last year in 2020, we did a number of podcasts related to um, collective prayer. Uh, You can find many of those on our webpage which is SanAntonioBaptist.org. <clears throat> Back in February of last year, I did two, two uh, podcasts with John Butler, from Tennessee. his church, experiencing revival at the time, and that began our discussion of revival and prayer and corporate praying. We did our podcast all through the year, emphasizing prayer, and then at our annual meeting in October, we had 21 days of fasting with optional prayer. We created a booklet, and out of that booklet, our churches used it as a, a format to, to pray together in, in the same same daily devotion for 21 days. <coughs> Many of our churches had members who fasted during that time. Then at our annual gathering in in October, at the end of our 21 days, we gathered together and had 23 pastors and leaders lead us in prayer that night. We spent the whole night, an hour and a half of our annual meeting, and that's all we did was pray. Pray for our nation, pray for ourselves, our country, and for our churches. We used the Lord's Prayer out of Matthew where Jesus taught his disciples to pray. We believe that that is an inspired prayer directly from God himself. And so that was the model that we used. <clears throat> in, in November and in December, a number of us pastors were part of Sunday night prayer gatherings in, <clears throat> in different churches. We gathered together to pray And and to seek God for an hour and a half to two hours, there were, (coughs) excuse me, there were many people that would show up for that. And (coughs) that leads us into 2021. This is our first live stream prayer gathering of 2021. We'll be doing this every Tuesday night through the month of January and February and then we'll reconsider where we need to go in March of this year. We have a, a number of pastors and leaders tonight with us that will be part of our prayer time. They'll be leading us in prayer. Who knows what's going on with the Internet? We have several several guys that were going to be a part of it tonight, but just couldn't get on the Internet for some reason. so... We'll go with who we have tonight. We have a a, um, a great cast of leaders, spiritual leaders in our association. So we'll start with you, Albert. if you will um, if everybody can give your name and what ministry you're from, then we will get started praying shortly after that. We'll start with you, Albert.
1: Thank you, Dr. Horn. My name is Albert Diaz. I'm a member at Stonebridge Baptist Church and serve at the San Antonio Baptist Association. I'm Rick Hudson. I'm the pastor at Lackland Baptist Church here in San Antonio.
2: John?
3: Me? Okay. I'm John Turner. Uh, I'm one of the pastors at Village Parkway Baptist Church. Uh,
0: I'm Reed Burkett. I'm the one of the BSM directors at San Antonio BSM. And then, Frank, are you still on with us? Okay, I guess Frank may have stepped away. Well, we're going to get started praying this evening. I'm going to begin, and then we have four prayer targets tonight. The first one, which will be led by Albert Diaz, is the the target of repentance, both individual and national. And then our second prayer target is righteousness. Righteousness at every level from the White House to our house. And John will be leading us in that prayer. And then we have a a third prayer focus. That is the church. Praying for God's people, that God's people would remain faithful to Christ and his word. Rick will be leading us in that. And we'll round out our prayer time. (laughs) Praying for awakening and revival. And that will be led by by Reed. So let me let me get us started in praying. And then we'll just go through our prayer outline. And then Reed, as he concludes, we'll, uh, we'll end our time and then have a few closing comments. Once again, thank you for praying with us this evening. Thank you for connecting with us. We'd love for you to make comments in the comment section on Facebook where we're live streaming. But thank you once again for being being a part. Let's pray together. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we want to we want to thank you tonight that we can come to you in the name of your son Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that we have access to your throne through him and through his shed blood. Lord, as Hebrews reminds us that we have a great high priest who's passed through the heavens, And we know our high priest is Jesus, who is the Son of God. And Lord, we thank you that we have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. And he's been one who was tempted in all things, just as we are, yet he was without sin. And Lord, as as Hebrews reminds us, we want to approach your throne of grace with confidence so that we might receive grace and mercy to help in our time of need. Lord, we also thank you that that Christ, according to Hebrews, is able to save those who come to you. Lord, we all we we know that Hebrews tells us that that He ever makes intercession for us, and so Lord, as He's making intercession for us at your your right hand, we come to you in His name and His righteousness. And Lord, we thank you that righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. We thank you that mercy and truth go before you. Lord, we pray for righteousness and justice, which is the foundation of your throne. We pray for that to be the foundation of our nation and may mercy and truth go before us as a nation. Lord, we we call out to you on behalf of our nation and we call out to you on behalf of the people of, of our country. Lord, we have gone our own way. We have sought our own, our own desires, and, and Lord, we pray that you would forgive us. <clears throat> we want to thank you, Lord, that your word tells us that we can be led by your spirit because we're your sons and daughters. And I want to pray, Lord, specifically for these men tonight as they lead us in prayer, that you would guide them, that you would guide their words as they pray, as they intercede, on behalf of others, and Lord, we thank you that we've received a spirit of adoption as sons and daughters and and we can cry out "Abba Father to you," and we thank you that your spirit testifies that we are your children, and because of that lord we we approach you with humility because we know that you resist the proud, but you give grace to the humble and so Lord, we humble ourselves before you tonight. Pray through these men, using your spirit to guide them. Pray through them what needs to be prayed tonight. And Lord, your word reminds us that we have this confidence before you that if we (coughs) ask anything according to your will, that you hear us. And if we know that you hear us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we've asked from you. And Lord, we dedicate this time to you tonight. We pray that you would, would bless it and the prayers are prayed. We pray that you would endue in, in us with power from on high and that you would answer those prayers as we pray tonight. Lord, thank you for listening to us. In Christ's name, we, we begin to pray.
1: Father God, we thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you just for all the blessings you continue to bestow upon us day after day, Lord. Lord, we come to you today, Lord. We come to you seeking your wisdom, Lord. We come to you seeking your mercy, Lord. We come to you as a people, as a country, as a world that just needs to repent, Lord. We come to you as a world that has lost its way, a people that have placed you on the back burner, Lord we know throughout history lord we know in through your your bible through your scriptures lord that people have come to you lord in repentance before whole people groups have have knelt their their knees lord have have donned sackcloth have come to you in repentance and in prayer lord father god we need healing we need just your guidance we need godly men and women lord to step forward to move forward and to proclaim your word lord to put aside Uh, other distractions to put aside the things of this world to put aside the things that are not of your kingdom, Lord, and just come back to you, Lord. Father God, we need to repent as a country. We need to repent as a church. We need to repent as believers, Lord, for what we have allowed your church to become, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, because you continue to show us mercy. You continue to show us grace and we, we thank the promises that you have made to us, Lord. But Lord, we need, we as a people, Bow down to you, Lord. We lift up our friends, Lord. We lift up our country. We lift up uh, all those who are in authority above us, Lord. We pray that every every knee would bow, Lord. That every every person would face their sin, Lord. Would look to you and just cry out in repentance, Lord. Forgive us, forgive us for the murder of your innocent children, Lord. Forgive us for all of the the policies, all of the things that are just going through that are not of you, Lord. Father, we pray that leaders will step up we pray that voices will will proclaim your mighty your mighty truth lord the truth that passes all understanding the comfort that passes all understanding lord just what is of you lord we come to you we uh, we don't know what else to do lord we've tried to do it our own way and it is it did not work lord we come to you and we uh, we just repent of our sins lord we bow our knees to you. We pray that you would have mercy on us. We pray for your forgiveness. We pray for for your grace, Lord, and we just pray that you would move mightily in the church, Lord, that you would raise up the voices that that will proclaim your word, Lord, that your your message would go out, Lord, that the ears would hear, Lord, that hearts would be softened, that those that don't know you would come to you, Lord, would repent of their sins and would just come to the knowledge of you, Lord, and just the knowledge of your everlasting love. Father, we continually pray for you, Lord. We continually lift up those who are sick around us, Lord, and we just pray for this sick land and the sick world that we live in. Father, we thank you, and we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Amen. Thank you, Albert. <clears throat> I'd just like to read one verse tonight before I pray. Uh, Proverbs 14, 34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege and the opportunity to come before you in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. And we offer these prayers tonight to you, Father. You have blessed us as a nation and have allowed your church to thrive here in the United States. But Father, we call on you tonight to move amongst your people, move within your people, to move us towards righteousness and holiness. Father, let us always remember that our righteousness is a righteousness that is not our own, but our righteousness mm-hmm. comes from our Lord Jesus Christ. You made your son, Jesus, to be sin, even though he knew no sin, so that we might become your righteousness, the righteousness of God through faith in him. Jesus himself bore our sins on in his body on the cross, Lord God, and we... We thank you for that. And the reason he did that was so that, having died to sins, we might live for righteousness. Father, as your people, we have not always presented a good witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let that change tonight, Father. Let us not live the way the world and the culture around us lives. Their thoughts are futile, their understanding is darkened, and their hearts are hard. They've given themselves over to all kinds of greed and promiscuity. Instead, let us walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which we have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, and every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Let us not love just in word and speech, but in action and in truth, Let us be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving ourselves. Let us take off the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires, Heavenly Father, and instead be renewed in the spirit of our minds, putting on the new self, which is created according to your likeness and righteousness and purity of the truth. Only then, Lord God, will we be able to live as the light and as the salt that Jesus calls us to be. So Heavenly Father, as Paul reminded Titus in his day and reminds us even more in our day, let us remember that your grace has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, instructing us to deny godlessness and worldly lusts and to live in a sensible, righteous, and godly way in this present evil age while we wait for the blessed hope the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Amen.
4: Lord, I thank you for this time together tonight to pray. And I thank you for the opportunity to pray for the church. Pray for the family of faith. Pray for the people whom you've called out to join with you in your covenant be partners with you in proclaiming reconciliation and to bring people uh, to have that saving relationship with you but more than that to as they experience the power and the presence of your holy spirit to see lives transformed for your glory and lord as we come together tonight we pause to be mindful of the fact that you are the god of heaven You are a great and awesome God. You're the one who is working out your covenant. As we have read through the scripture, and we see again and again and again that even the people who were your covenant people, they found themselves trying to work things out. They found themselves using pithy little statements. They found themselves uh, trying to engage the culture looking like the culture and lord we've seen the disaster of that in this last week we've seen the the price that's paid when we give more honor to civil religion than we do mm-hmm. to you and lord i pray that in the days to come we might be mindful of the fact that you placed us here at this time to shine brightly with the love of Christ and to be bold and courageous in our testimony because, Lord, you did not place us here to pick a party. You did not place us here to pick an agenda. You did not place us here to claim an ism. You placed us here to proclaim Jesus Christ and him glorified. So, Lord, as we Stand alongside, and we look at your word, and and we come back to Nehemiah's prayer that is so apt in these days, because the light's not extinguished, but it doesn't burn bright. And Lord, we can point fingers at everybody else that's done wrong, and we can point figures, uh, fingers and stand in judgment about what's right and what's wrong, and do this and do that. But the final analysis. Come to grips, as Nehemiah shared, in confession that we, as believers, have acted very wickedly toward you. We've forgotten. We got distracted. We see what's going on, and and we listen more to television commentators than we do to the Word. But, Lord, that doesn't change anything because you placed us here to be bold and courageous and to bring a light. And Lord, as we, I pray, we would not get swept away with all the stuff that's happening in Washington or in any other locality, but that we would get swept away by the promises that you've given us because we are the covenant people. You invited us as we read so clearly in 2 Corinthians chapter five. that as you entered into our life, we became new creations. Old things have passed away Behold, all things become new. And the purpose for that is that we would join you in the ministry of reconciliation, not to an idea, not to a political platform, not to an agenda, but to proclaim salvation in Jesus Christ. Because, Lord, only you can transform lives. We share a lot of information and we tell a lot of great stories. Lord, unless we touch the hem of your garment, we will never be healed. Mm -hmm. Unless we come before your presence and bend a knee and confess, and we've been prideful, we've been conceited, and we've looked around and congratulated ourselves on our structures and on our programs and, and everything else. But Lord, we lost touch with our first love. We've done everything that we could possibly do to point out everybody else's wrongs. But our prayer is that you would not remove the candlestick as an Ephesus. Mm -hmm. but that we would come before your presence and we come boldly not because we deserve it not because we've earned it we come boldly because you invite us to come and the message you share with us lord as i was reading in colossians the message you share with us captured in the prayer of paul he says i pray that out of your glorious riches You strengthen us with power through your spirit that dwells in inner man, so that you may dwell in our hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established and loved, we may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high. And deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Lord, we don't need better worship services. We don't need better preaching. We don't need all the high speed digital stuff that we're trying to do. That's not our focus. Our focus is to experience. And to proclaim and to exemplify how high and deep is your love for us and for the unsaved. And Lord, as we think about those words and we realize that you have filled us with the fullness of the measure of the Holy Spirit. We can't ask for more. We don't need more. We have everything we need. It's a heart problem. And it's our heart. And as we consider and reflect on our unworthiness, as we consider and reflect on our rebellion, as we consider and reflect on the fact that we've done everything but bow the knee. The Lord, the promise has never changed. Covenant is still going forward because it's one you made with us, not something we thought of ourselves. So Lord, As we think about these things, we say, oh my gosh, can it ever happen now? Can it ever happen in our lifetime? Can this renewal and awakening ever take place in these days when everything is so ugly and angry and fractured and broken? But we think again of Paul's words, because my mind, beyond the edge of my fingers but Paul's assurance to the Ephesians is the same assurance that you give to us now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to you Lord be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus, in this generation, forever and ever. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. Rescue us from the consumer mentality that if we show up, we show up, and when we show up, everybody ought to be excited that we made it. The truth is, we come before Your presence, broken, because You heal and You transform. Until we deal with the conceit in our own lives, there is no hope for a broken world, because we have not been healed. So Lord, we humble ourselves before You today. We pray for awakening. Yes. No, we have little influence with what goes on politically. We pray for our leaders, mainly. Just to keep them out of our way. Lord, our ministry and our mission is not dependent on anything they say or do. It's not dependent on what happens next week, next year, as far as this country goes. Our mission is dependent upon surrender and obedience, not on circumstances or distractions. So, Lord, Hear our prayer and answer. Lord, my prayer is that we begin Sunday. We begin this week as the people of God gather together in churches. That your spirit would fall afresh and anew. Yes. And humble our hearts. That we might bow the knee. You have done so much. We are a needy people. But you've given us a great opportunity, and you've created us as saints, your saints. May we live like that. We don't need another story. We just need you. Pray for pastors this week, that they would be willing to maybe lay their career on the line and call for repentance. Lord, I pray that you just not let this moment pass because now is the time for the church of Jesus Christ to stand up and be counted as the church of Jesus Christ and you only. In Jesus' name,
2: amen. 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 Our Heavenly Father, we glorify your name tonight. It's members of your church. Because of the Lord Jesus, who has redeemed us from bondage and sin and death. Lord, we acknowledge that you are mighty to save and deliver. And we thank you for loving us, for calling us, for giving us a new name. This evening, Father, we want to pray uh, above all else that you'll keep us faithful and true as your church, persevering to the end. Or Jesus, you are our creator and our savior, our sovereign King. You are a head and we're the body. Mm-hmm. And so, Father, we pray that you would help us who have been the called, who have been the chosen, those of us who are equipped by your Holy Spirit to walk with you every day. Help us, Lord, to desire your presence above all else. As we come to meet on the Lord's day, keep our feet from straying from you. Mm -hmm. Help us to be like that blessed man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Mm -hmm. Nor does we stand in the path of the sinners or sit in the seat of the scornful, but rather, Lord Jesus, because you're our head, help us to delight in your law. Mm -hmm. Help us to meditate on that law day and night. Plant us firm like trees near the rivers of water so that the fruit of your spirit will be seen through us so that we might provide shade for the weary and then prosper so that we might bless others and that people will come to know you because of what they see in the church. Lord, as we... Remain faithful to you. Teach us to put on tender mercies and kindness and humility and meekness and long-suffering, bearing one another, forgiving one another. Teach us, Lord, to forgive, just as you have forgiven us. And above all of that, Lord Jesus, teach us to love you the way that you've loved us. Father, we pray that in your church, your word would dwell in us richly. Give us wisdom as how to teach and admonish and encourage and equip with all grace. Lord, we love your word because it's life and it's peace. We pray that you keep your church in your word. You'd help us to be examples of students of your word. Help us to understand your word. Help us to memorize your word, to treasure your word. Father, keep us fresh in your word. Help us to have an answer to those who would attack us and reprove us because we trust in your word. Father, the psalmist has told us that by taking heed to your word that our lives are cleansed by treasuring up your word in our hearts that we keep from sin. So, Father, we pray that you would sanctify the church completely so that our whole spirit and soul and body would be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Reed, Why don't you go ahead and and pray, and then after that, Cliff, if you'll close us. It looks like Rick's Zoom connection um, stopped. So, Read, if you'll go ahead and continue our prayer time, and then Cliff, if you would close us out after Read. Sir, you'll pray with me. Uh, I'm going to pray through Second Corinthians four, uh,
5: the Spirit of Praying for revival in our city, in our churches, and in our in our nation and our world, so, Father. Um, since you and your mercy have given us this new way, we never give up. We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the Word of God. We tell the truth before God, and all who are honest know this. The good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, is blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. You see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God said, let there be light in the darkness, and he has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile jars of clay containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believe in God, so I spoke. We know that God who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up, though our bodies are dying and our spirits are are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, but they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen, for the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. God, we pray for revival. God, we pray for a new wave of your spirit. Father, we know that
4: without you, we are nothing, God. We have no power to save people. Only you can do that. And so, God, we submit ourselves to you.
5: God, we humble ourselves before you. And Father, we ask that you do a work in 2021 that is so great that there is no way that any minister or any pastor or any pastor point at and say, look what I did. It's so great that only, the only thing that can be said is, wow, look at what
4: I did. Father, break
5: our hearts for those that do not know you. Don't let us be okay with the fact that there are millions of people in our nation who have no relationship with you, who do not know the hope and the peace that comes from knowing you. Father, let that motivate us every day to be a people that speak your
4: truth and love. God, I
5: pray that you spark a revival first in our own hearts. God, let each of us draw a circle of ourselves and say, start it now in me. Help us to want this just as badly as you do. Help us to see people who are broken the way that you see them, God. Focus us on the mission of the Great
4: Commission. God, that we would make disciples in every nation. God, that we would make disciples in every neighborhood. Father, we pray. For your spirit to come and move. God, that you would draw us back to you. That you would lead us to repentance.
5: That we would see your face. God, we want to see your glory resound in our city, in our state, in our nation, and in our world. So Father, we come and we lay ourselves at your feet and we ask that you would use us. God, would you use us as a part of what you're doing in this world to draw people and to reconcile those who are far from you to you? Would you give us eyes to see the people who are far from you? Would you give us ears to hear? God, would you give us hearts to understand?
4: Father, we don't want to be far from you. Draw us near to your heart first.
5: God, I pray that you would use the pastors in our city, San Antonio, God, to start a revival here. Why not let the next great revival start in San Antonio? Why not San Antonio 2021? Father, it's our heart
4: that you would do something amazing. God, we promise to give you every last bit of the glory. We just ask that you will come and move in the way only you can. In Jesus' name.
6: My apologies that I've had so many technical difficulties to include uh, my phone now going dead. So that's why it's been on my charger. Um, I, uh, having first asked to pray for the nation, um, as an old chaplain, I have a collection of Peter Marshall's prayers when he was the uh, chaplain to the U.S. Senate, uh, I think 1947 to 1949. Let me read just one section before I close this out with prayer. And he was much better uh, as a wordsmith than I. He says, the choice before us is plain. Christ or chaos? Conviction or compromise? Discipline or disintegration? I am rather tired of hearing about the rights and privileges as Americans. The time has come, it is now, when we ought to hear about duties and responsibilities of our citizenship. America's future depends upon her accepting and demonstrating God's government. Let me close this out with prayer. Father, I thank you for this opportunity we've had to pray for our country, our pastors, for the connection we have to your holy word, for our enthusiasm, for our faith, Lord, that we might be zealous in 2021 to reconnect with you. We've had a time in 2020 of respite, a time to reset, a time to think. And as our nation has struggled in these past uh, week or so, Lord, we look to you for our hope, for our confidence, for our endurance. And Lord, we pray now that you bless each one who's participated in this uh, evening of prayer, whether they're watched on Facebook Live or maybe we'll rock, watch a recording in days to come. Know that pastors know that churches across Sabbath are praying together. Looking for you, looking for you to move in a mighty way to revive us, Lord, to rekindle a flame in our hearts and in our churches that will cause each one of us to see who the King of kings and the Lord of lords is. So we thank you once again for this opportunity and we ask your blessings upon us. We pray in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Albert, if you could take us to a full screen with everybody. Mm -hmm. I just want to thank everybody for being available to pray tonight and for everybody uh, participating. And we want to thank those who spent the time praying with us tonight on Facebook. I know on the Facebook end, that we are not live streaming, and this was recorded, and we'll post it as soon as we can. We know that we are in a spiritual battle, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, and we have had so many technical difficulties tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, People on Facebook saying that they wanted to participate, but (laughs) we're live streaming, but there's nothing going on Facebook, so we're not going to give up. We're going to continue. We're going to be doing this next Tuesday night at 7 with uh, another group of of pastors and spiritual leaders. We're not going to give up on this. We're going to continue to move forward throughout this month in February. Guys, I just want to say thank you for using Scripture in your prayers. I uh, started us off this evening, and as I heard you pray, I was very encouraged because you prayed God's word. You used God's word in your prayers and thank you so much. Any final comments from anybody before we conclude our our prayer time tonight? Okay, I guess everybody said everything you wanted to, but that was directed to God, which is which is great. Once again, thank you so much. Once again, everybody on Facebook will be doing this again next tuesday night on january the 19th and we're going to we're going to move forward because we believe that that god is calling us collectively to pray not only to pray for our nation but to pray that he would empower us with his spirit that he might create in us more of the image of christ that he would conform us every day more to the image of christ and that god would bless our families he would bless our businesses, he would bless our churches, our leaders, and that there would be righteousness in the life of every leader from the White House down to our house and that that is our prayer and we're not going to give up, we're not going to stop, we're going to continue to move forward. Lord uh, Lord we thank you tonight for all that's been done and said and we pray that you be upon our country. in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Have a great evening.